0: Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Last week, our show and podcast was What Does Anxiety Have to Do With Food? This week, we'll be discussing how food helps to maintain good vision. Are you surprised? So listeners, do you ever think about whether the foods you're eating for breakfast either help provide nutrients for good eye health or are your food choices detrimental to your eye health something to think about i think it's a new topic we haven't really talked about Mm -hmm, for sure i'm melanie beasley and i'm a registered and licensed dietitian and on other shows i've shared my own health journey over the years with cancer and some digestive issues and a host of other things and i believe that if you're a dietitian or physician or therapist when you've had your own struggles and your own health issues, they do develop a deeper understanding of your client's struggles and you're more willing to sort of dig in and find those solutions and get them some relief. And I know Brittany, you would agree with me with your health journey. right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I, it, um, You empathize, sympathize with the clients more. And then, yeah, you have personal interests. So you dive even deeper into the research. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's nothing better. It's the best job in the world when you look across a client to at a client an appointment or two later and they have relief. Yes.
1: It's the best job. It is the best.
0: (laughs) It is. So we like to have no judgment, (laughs) just some education and support. So you heard a voice joining me today is my co host, Brittany Vincent. And Brittany.
1: I know you've had your own health journey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think we all have here, and that's part of why we're here, right? It's we, the human condition. Yeah. We want to help others and um, get them relief as well. And as a mother of three children under the age of four, I oh. can totally relate to not being perfect. <laughs> you can't be perfect. No, no. And that's the thing. I mean, we tell our clients all the time. We're not expecting perfection. That doesn't exist. It's, it's progress, not perfection. Yes. Yeah. I like that. But, you know, at the same time, I'm a registered and licensed dietitian and I try my best to put real food on the table for my family. And, um, and I, and my kids, I'm seeing it as they're aging they're preferring real food, you know, if other processed food is around, if we're places, a lot of times they're preferring the real food. You're doing it. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> and I think, you know, even as adults, we get to that point, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you eat real food, uh, you may not. This may be hard for some of you to believe, but the more you eat real food, the more your body really does prefer it. And your palate changes.
0: Mm -hmm. I have clients that say, oh, that was just too sweet. I can't believe how sweet that was.
1: Or you look at that processed food and you know how you're going to feel afterwards. And then it's just, it's the enemy worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And at our goal or our goal at dishing up nutrition, it's really always been to educate listeners in a way that's teaching nutrition science in a practical, usable manner. So yes. this show is really geared toward the user of nutrition, not the researcher of nutrition. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. Where we try to provide actionable items, so you know how to put this in place in your own life after after listening. And today, if you do have questions, send it to our Dishing Up Nutrition Facebook group. Or email the question to email at weightandwellness.com. And on that Dishing Up Nutrition Facebook group, you can also ask questions um, to be possibly featured in one of our mini Dishing Up Nutrition episodes. It's exciting. Yeah. So. Be a star. Put your questions out there for (laughs) us. Yeah. We love that because it
0: keeps us sharpening our own Mm -hmm. tools. Right. I've had some stumpers where I'm like, huh. That's an interesting one. It, it gets you digging into the research. Yeah, well, today we'll break down common food choices that support good eye health. And we we'll want to share foods you should leave at the grocery store because they are damaging to your eyes. To start, let's focus on foods that support good eye health and vision. Here's the good news. Listeners, what are you eating for breakfast? If you're making breakfast right now, look down at your plate. What are you eating? We would suggest eating two to three eggs cooked in real butter, I like grass-fed butter. And why do we suggest eggs? Well, eggs are an excellent source of lutein and zeaxanthin. We often think of lutein and zeaxanthin as being very potent antioxidants and protect our eyes from damage that free radicals can cause. And if you eat organic eggs or pastured eggs, the egg yolks are also a great source of a fatty acid, DHA, which is an essential fatty acid for your brain and eye health. So just think, for years we were told to eliminate the yolk because it was thought that egg yolks were bad for the heart. So much false information. Mm. I'd like to say macular degeneration is on the rise since that time period. So no wonder there's a lot of confusion around nutrition,
1: wouldn't you say? so much confusion. I mean, we're still hearing mixed messages out there, but you know, that DHA is so critical to eye health of all the tissues in the body. The retina has the highest concentration of DHA and uh, a lot of clients either add it in or increase the amount for dry eyes Mm -hmm. and they get relief. I love that many times. Mm -hmm. And in DHA, that is, in omega-3. So that is one type of therapeutic form of omega-3. And, you know, we're talking about having eggs for breakfast. If you throw in some spinach or kale to your eggs, which is easy to do, you have increased your antioxidant protection even more. Add some carrots in there, you have now added a natural form of beta-carotene. And beta carotene is converted to vitamin A in the body, which is vitamin A is really critical for vision.
0: Another great one is put some sweet potatoes with your eggs. Love that. Instead of regular potato, do hash brown sweet potatoes. Yeah.
1: Yummy. So that beta carotene is the orange colored vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, Easy. You could add some orange slices on the side and that's going to give you Some vitamin C, again, another powerful antioxidant. So food really does matter when it comes to eye health. And real food is going to support good vision. Processed food, on the other hand, is void of these critical antioxidant nutrients. You know, we're throwing around the word antioxidant a lot. We are. And I think everybody knows antioxidants are good. But you might not know what they actually do in the body. So an antioxidant is going to prevent or slow cell damage caused by free radicals. And free radicals, they are unstable molecules that our body produces in response to cell damaging components in our environment, Mm -hmm. such as processed food. (laughs) (laughs) What we're talking about today. Even pollution. Yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of environmental stressors that are going to increase free radicals, but we have control over the food portion of it, which
0: helps protect Mm -hmm. us from what's going on in our environment, which we can't necessarily control. Great point. So then you have to ask, what are some of the worst foods for your eyes? Listeners, I bet you thought I was going to say sugar. (laughs) Let me connect the dots for you with sugar. When it results when we eat sugar, it results in higher blood sugars in our bloodstream, such as maybe prediabetes or diabetes, and that can damage your eyes. If you value your eyesight, which of course we all do, mm-hmm. and your blood glucose is in the pre-diabetic range, please make an appointment with weight and wellness uh, nutritionist to help you understand what you're eating or drinking that's causing that damaging blood sugar level because high blood sugars damage tiny blood vessels and nerves in your eyes and your ears, resulting in poor vision, poor hearing. So blood sugar levels are controllable through your diet. It's important for blood glucose control to, it's important for your blood glucose to be in control to know what you're eating and how it affects your blood sugar because you can be the master of that situation with just a little knowledge Mm -hmm. You can be in control of it and it's easy and it's worth protecting your eyes. I know we all agree with that. So the importance of blood sugar control for eye health is just so important. It's also critical for cancer prevention, to decrease pain and inflammation. So let's plunge into some important nutrition habits that you possibly have that have
1: great impact on your eye health. Let's do that, Brittany. Before we do that, it is time for our first break already. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. As nutritionists and dietitians, we realize changing your food choices usually means that to eat real food that heals, you need to do some cooking. To teach and inspire you to cook real food, we offer a variety of cooking classes on Zoom A great cooking class to check out is How to Roast, Braise, or Saute Meat, which will be taught live on Wednesday, September 20th. You can sign up online at weightandwellness.com. And the Weight and Wellness Cooking Team is ready to answer any of your cooking questions. It's
0: great. No question is is not worth asking. Yeah. We'll be right back.
1: We'll be right back. Welcome back to
0: Dishing Up Nutrition. An effective eye supplement I often recommend to clients who want to provide important nutrients to their eyes is a supplement from Orthomolecular called Foresight. It's the number four, site. I like Foresight because with just two capsules daily, my clients get extra antioxidant support, also special support for macular health and increased ocular circulation. Many key nutrients needed for ongoing eye support are included in the foresight formula. It is of course important to include foods that contain these nutrients, but foresight adds a special boost of nutrients for eyes that are compromised. And I like it. I feel like it's an insurance.
1: I, it makes a huge difference yeah. for people that take it. It, it really does. It's a very, very powerful supplement and go ahead well i was just going to say before break you know you were talking a lot about blood sugars and that impact in in our eye health i mean really our health systemically but it can damage our eyes having high blood sugar and another factor is eating Foods with refined damaged fats. Good. Yes, I'm glad you're talking about this. Yeah, yeah. You know, I believe that they are some of the worst foods for your overall health and your eye health. So the ones that I'm talking about are the manufactured oils like margarine, soybean oil, corn oil, canola oil, vegetable oil, cottonseed oil. Um, You know, really, this is a confusing topic because people sometimes wonder, is this a refined oil? It sounds or like a re- real food, oil? some of them. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Definitely not the cottonseed oil. That is not real food. That is not real food. But you know, if you're questioning it, just think about the original source. Is it fatty or oily? Ooh, Corn yeah. is not fatty or oily, nor is soybeans. Cotton. So that <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> that can help you to decipher what's a refined oil and what's not. So, Brittany, what about sunflower oil? Oh, that is a good question. Yeah. You know, I think you can find expeller pressed sunflower oil, With- meaning it's less processed. And I think it's better than these refined oils soybean, corn, cottonseed. But I think there's better ones out there. Definitely. And sunflower
0: yeah. is omega six. Yeah and we like omega-3s for mm-hmm. our eyes. Mm-hmm. So they're they're sneaking it in everything now because yeah. it's very consumer confusing.
1: Yes. So yeah.
0: if you can avoid the sunflower oil, some of these processed oils we're talking about,
1: it's, it's key. Yeah, it really is. So thinking about what foods are you eating that contain these refined oils? And I guarantee you don't even probably realize all the foods that you're eating that contain it. So check the ingredients on your mayonnaise, your bottled salad dressing. I mean, we we are well intended to try to eat more real foods, mm-hmm. but these refined oils sneak in everywhere. So it's a really, really good habit when you're purchasing something at the store or if you've already purchased it and it's in the, your refrigerator, turn that label around, read the ingredients the ingredients are key mm-hmm. I think that's
0: really really important and when you might be buying a salad in a restaurant purchasing your meal yeah and you feel really righteous because you ate a salad but maybe just olive oil and vinegar would mm-hmm. be a better option than whatever packaged processed uh you know, ranch dressing or whatever they've got going on because you can bet your bottom dollar it's not made with olive oil or avocado oil. And I know many of our longtime listeners have already switched away from soybean and canola oil and are buying mayo with avocado oil. And purchasing bottled salad dressing that's made with olive oil or avocado oil, so I applaud our listeners that have already made that switch. I often ask clients who are experiencing health problems I say, how can you eat to heal your health? Many times they already intuitively know what needs to change. But if it's for their eye health or osteoporosis or anxiety or even hot flashes, this is what we do. We help people gently shift that Mm -hmm. ship slowly so that it is going in a better, healthy direction and help them swap this for that. So they don't have that deprivation brain. Yes. They're just saying, well, this is a better one. And I have clients that say, well, I'm going to use up what I bought. I'm like, you know, food's expen- expensive. Mm-hmm. I understand it. Mm-hmm. And then slowly swap this for yes. that. And yep. the, that being the healthy
1: choice. And doing it that way feels a lot less overwhelming for people.
0: I agree. Yeah. Little at yeah. a time makes a big difference. Yeah. Who says that? I think Teresa.
1: Mm. <laughs> that That is a really good way to uh, to think of it. And, you know, labeling is made to be confusing. Mm -hmm. So there are mayonnaise brands out there, for instance, that says olive oil mayonnaise. So I know people buy it thinking, oh, this is great. It's made with olive oil. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. (laughs) So if you look at the ingredients, you know, ingredients are listed in order of abundance. And you read that ingredient list. Soybean oil is one of the first ingredients. Olive oil is one of the last ingredients. So they're adding a little bit of olive oil to a lot of soybean oil. And then they can put olive oil mayonnaise on on the front of the packaging. tricky little buggers.
0: Yes. We have to be food detectives anymore. So this Mm -hmm. is what we're trying to help you to do is to protect your health. Because their food is designed to make a profit for Mm -hmm. the manufacturers. It's not designed to help your health.
1: yeah. You know, it is already time for our second break here. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. One of my favorite supplement, supplements I often recommend is the essential fatty acid DHA. We talked about it a little bit earlier, and I often recommend supplementing DHA during pregnancy for brain development in the fetus. That is a key time to be including that DHA. I also recommend DHA for brain support for children, and again, brain support just for anybody, anxiety, any sort of brain condition. I also recommend DHA for eye health. It maximizes retinal function. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. As I was preparing for this radio show on eye health, I read a report from the National Institute of Health called Effects of Omega-3 Fatty Acid on Eye Health. Let me summarize. I picked out two sentences that I'd like to share, and one is, the brain and eye are highly enriched with omega-3 fatty acids, which accumulate in the tissue. During the late fetal and early neonatal life, Very high levels of DHA are present in the retina, especially in the disc membranes of the outer segment membranes. This report continues to explain the importance of the fatty acid DHA. Remember, folks, organic egg yolk is a really inexpensive, great source of DHA. Eat those eggs. Fatty fish, too. Oh, yes. Yep. If You love that salmon, sardines. Yes. You know, and I, I challenge you listeners to try the sardines. They're not the sardines I grew up with that had the eyes staring at you when you opened the can <laughs> and the skin. They really are packed in olive oil, tastes like tuna. Yeah. But they're much higher in DHA.
1: Yep. It's a great option. So before break, we were talking about all the refined oils and and that you really need to read the ingredient list of every product that you're purchasing because they sneak in Everywhere, And I, I, you know, I think it is easy to avoid cooking with those foods mm-hmm. or maybe you've taken those refined oils out of your kitchen, which is great. But have you switched from picking up fast food with all those bad fats mm. or Chinese takeout or pizza delivery or processed frozen meals that are also all full of those soybean oils and refined oils? There can damage your skin. Wrinkles can show up or damage the cell membranes of your eyes. So disease can set in, you know, the cell membranes in your eyes should be flexible, but resistant to damage from free radicals.
0: Really good. If there's a window, it's damaged fats, the -hmm. end, the Mm -hmm. no food comes through a window. Yep. Uh, And so if they're like, well, Melanie, what do we do? We we have to eat out sometimes. Well, you know, it's you can call restaurants and say there are some restaurants that use clarified butter on their grill.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. So um, my husband and I visit a few, and that's where we eat. Yeah. I've even gone so far as to ask if they could use butter instead of oil on the grill, you know, for intolerance purposes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Most restaurants, they they really work with you.
1: Great suggestions. And the reality is to. If you are eating real food at home and you're going out to eat once a week, mm-hmm. that real food at home the majority of the time it is really key to make your body resilient in case something sneaks in there. Of course, you know, because life. Week, you know, you know, yeah, it sneaks life in. Life happens.
0: I, I'm harder on fast food simply because the oil oh, is yes. heated and heated and overheated and overheated. It's extremely damaged. Yeah. So... No food comes through a window.
1: And fast food, <laughs> we really don't, they don't offer real food options. No. 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 I, yeah. I, there are some things I remember reading
0: something on a tater tot uh, when my daughter worked in a fast food restaurant when she was young, much to her mother's <laughs> sadness. <laughs> but I read the label and there were 24 ingredients Ugh. in the tots. So, my goodness. The cell membranes around, um, each cell are made of fat. so natural fats such as butter, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil provide fats that make up cell membranes that support good vision. Fats from refined oils that are found in fast food and much of the takeout foods are from refined man-made oils, franken fats, factory fats. Cell membranes from these fats are hard resistant to receiving messages and can cause that cell dysfunction. It's a whole little system that's Mm -hmm. going on there. That's disrupted by these types of refined man-made fats.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the use of these damaged fats, I mean, they really could be contributing to vision problems, which are on the rise, right? Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. You know, these types of the fats that you eat Really, truly make a difference in your brain, your eye health, your blood vessels, heart health, bone health. If you make a salad, you add red pepper, broccoli, tomatoes, strawberries. You've added a great source of vitamin C. Again, another antioxidant to protect your eyes from free radical damage. And then instead, maybe instead of a bottled salad dressing... You can find some made with olive oil, but primarily most of them are soybean oil. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, I love to just use olive oil and some balsamic vinegar. Yes. And sometimes um, if I want it a little creamy, I'll also add a dollop of mayonnaise. Yeah. Stir that in there. Or cut a cheese. Ooh, that's a great idea too. Yeah, then you protein. get a little more protein in there. And on top of that, you could add you know, some nuts or seeds to your salad and then that's a great source of vitamin e you know nuts seeds and avocados are all good sources of vitamin e which helps to hydrate tissues including the tissues of your eyes you know i have a client
0: and um the salad dressing thing really frustrated her she travels a lot so Mm. her trick is she makes sure she always has avocado lots of avocado on her salad and she Mm. doubles it and then she has salad dressing and when she toss toss tosses, it ends up being an avocado, she adds vinegar. So it ends up being like an avocado vinegar dressing and it's creamy like she likes. And I thought, that's so brilliant.
1: That is a great idea. Because avocado is
0: trending. I feel like every restaurant has that avocado.
1: Oh, great idea for when you're eating out. So you
0: might be wondering what other important nutrients for eyes do you get from food? Zinc is an important immune nutrient, and it's also an important eye nutrient. Meat is a great source of zinc, and some of the most recent research recommends that people eat four to six ounces of protein at each meal, and that's cooked weight. So as a dietitian, I help clients determine how much protein each client needs for their personal health. Personally, I feel better five to six ounces at a meal, My system just works better. I feel better. Mm -hmm. I'm energized, clear of thought. And as we age, we actually need more protein per pound of body weight to prevent muscle and bone loss. So if you have eye problems, you might need more protein. So, And I'm not talking protein bars. Yeah. So steer from those. There is no protein bar tree. (laughs) There's definitely not. Eat the meat for the zinc. It provides... And possibly even an added supplement of zinc if you have a deficiency present. So that's where a nutritionist comes in.
1: And we've talked about lutein, zeaxanthins. Again, those are really critical eye nutrients for the retina. They're very well researched. And... These are nutrients that our body doesn't make, so we need to get them from food sources. Mm. And we talked about eggs earlier being a really good source of lutein and zeaxanthin. You know, every time you fix and eat a salad with leafy green vegetables, kale, spinach, broccoli, um, you're going to get more of those nutrients. And we're talking a lot about salads, but and it's you know warmer weather, so people are. Tending to eat more salads, but you could also sauté your greens with some butter and, and garlic. Um, you could even add a splash of heavy cream at the end, mm. or just add these greens to soups that you're making or your eggs in the morning. You don't; it doesn't have to be a salad to get all of these important eye nutrients in your diet. You know, I think I've mentioned before, and this isn't
0: for everybody, but some days by the end, we were talking this morning, mm-hmm. some days by the end of the day, I'm like, I have not done great with my vegetables. So I have frozen kale, I have frozen leafy greens, um, I have frozen raspberries, blackberries, blueberries, and I will toss them in with water in my blender blend splash of lemon juice, a little stevia to sweeten, and I chug my salad because I just want to get her done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't want
0: to sit and chop and make a salad. So I have those leafy greens frozen all the time and think, how am I doing? How'd yeah. I do today?
1: Great idea. And if you do make a smoothie on a daily basis, you could just proactively throw those greens yeah. into your smoothie.
0: Yeah. Always yeah. trying to bump up those vegetables, but yeah. that splash of lemon juice makes it Taste a little less like earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great tip. You know we're talking about all these real food uh, sources, but on the flip side, a fast food burger with French fries—it's not going to have these nutrients to offer. And like we talked about earlier, it's going to have those refined oils. And as you mentioned, Melanie, the fryers at fast food restaurants. They are reusing those oils over and over again, which create more and more damage, um, become even more unhealthy for our bodies. So just think of it dunking in Mm -hmm. every time they drop
0: food into that fryer. It's just inflammation, eye damage, cancer risk, fluid that they're dunking your food in.
1: You know, you could make your own chop. I do this a lot with potatoes sweet potatoes Mm. chop them up at home if you have an air fryer throw them in your air fryer or just bake them they're delicious Mm -hmm. and then you you can control what oil you use on top avocado oil works well because it um you can use it for higher heats and coconut oil is great on sweet potatoes Yeah. yeah yes I mean, the challenge is to believe what you put in your mouth makes a difference in your vision. And, you know, I recently had somebody, a client who has made these changes gradually and it wasn't to eat real food. And her goal was not necessarily to improve her eye health, but she recently had an eye exam and her vision improved. Just from eating real food. Just from eating real food. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yes, I love those stories. Mm-hmm. Improve your vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Well, here's an interesting statistic. Every day there are sixty thousand cataract surgeries. It is such a common surgery, um, but it you know it's still a surgery. And rather than a surgery, I want to explore. What we can do to avoid surgeries altogether. No one loves to go under that knife. So what does make cataracts? What does? There's certain things that can make your cataracts grow faster if you have them. Well, for starters, having high blood sugar or glucose levels can increase the growth of cataracts. I think we touched on that before. I want to
1: talk some more about that when we come right back. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition in about a month. Actually, the week of September 12th, we are offering our 12-week Nutrition for Weight Loss classes in person or Zoom. So if summer has gotten you off track, these Nutrition for Weight Loss classes will help you to recommit to your health. Starting the week of September 12th and by the first part of December, you will be ready to enjoy the holidays feeling better. Sign up now to make the commitment and save your place. You can sign up online or call us at 651 699 3438. We will be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Nutrition,
0: what you eat, affects every part of your body and brain, including your eyes. And next week, Brittany and I will be discussing ways to feed your children for better school success. That was a fun one. A good breakfast of eggs. One slice of toast covered in butter or cream cheese will make a difference and better focus, more energy, positive moods, and a happier student. That was a fun radio show to put together. I'm excited to do it with you. Mm -hmm. So when we went to break, we were talking about what makes cataracts grow faster. Well, for starters, of course, high blood sugar or glucose levels can increase the growth of cataracts. Eating foods higher in sugar and processed carbohydrates can lead to more cataract growth. Sugar can cause that free radical damage, which in turn causes tissue damage, even in your eyes. So certainly smoking is a free radical and causes a lot of damage, but so does excess alcohol. Dr. Daniel Amen, author of many books on mental health and a well-known psychiatrist, recommends no alcohol at all for women. He also shares this statement that alcohol is not a health food. And I don't think our listeners are surprised yeah. at that. <laughs> but alcohol is certainly not great for eye health. And for better eye health and vision as a dietitian, I usually recommend eating real food to have a constant source of those key nutrients that Brittany was talking about. And the more nutrients the better chances of great vision, healthy peepers, and maybe even some improvement over time, like your client.
1: You know, the beauty of eating real food is it's helping everything. So it's not like we need a specific diet for your eye health yeah, or for your joints. Mm-hmm. Everything, you know, it's all going to generally improve from eating real food. It's wonderful. Yeah. And a client might come in and say, well, I'm
0: not having that vision improvement like your client. But if we go through all the symptoms that she's stopped
1: having because of eating real food, then she's like, oh, yeah,
0: the body is healing.
1: Yep. Yep. And it takes time to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I remind my clients if it's taken a long time for you to develop the habits you have or to create the damage in the body. So it's going to take a long time to heal. It's not necessarily this overnight um, situation. However, people do generally notice improvements in energy and mood fairly quickly. or Pain, pain. decreasing. Yeah. yeah. If We think of it like we're turning a
0: cruise ship. Mm. We're not turning a Honda. Yeah. So it takes that little change by little change. And slowly that big cruise ship begins to change course and we have to be patient with ourselves we didn't get here overnight we're not going to change it
1: overnight that's a good visual
0: and you know medicine a lot of times can mask symptoms and help us feel better but what we really want is to not only stop the damage but start healing Mm -hmm. the body and um you know the age-related eye there was an age-related eye disease study A clinical trial concluded in 2001 that was sponsored by the National Eye Institute that found a poor diet was a major risk factor for age-related macular degeneration and cataracts. I love that because it proves our our point. So consuming um, key nutrients like vitamin C, vitamin E, beta-carotene, and zinc were all found significantly to lower people's risk. So making them great weapons against losing
1: eyesight, degenerating eyesight, it's a big deal. You know, you mentioned macular degeneration. That reminded me of a client and um, she had, when I started seeing her, she had pretty severe macular degeneration and she had to have treatments on a, on a very regular basis. But she ended up taking that nutrition for weight loss course and then meeting with me on a regular basis. And through, again, eating real food, she was able to um, go longer in between her macular degeneration treatments. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. So, again, it can... It can make a huge difference with your eye health. And then we're talking a lot about specific nutrients. But if you are eating a real food diet, getting a variety of protein, Mm. variety of healthy fats, variety of vegetables, some fruit in the mix, you're naturally hitting on all of these key nutrients that we're talking about. Um, I I mentioned variety. Variety is key. Yeah, it is. I mean, we live in a you know wonderful country where we
0: can have strawberries every day, mm-hmm. no matter the season, and yep. we can you know focus on broccoli every day. But I challenge you, listeners, go to the grocery store look at things you have not eaten before. Maybe you've never had jicama. Maybe you've, you know, you never had turnips and get that variety because the variety is going to have different macro and micronutrients Mm -hmm. to not only fuel the body with a variety of those nutrients, but also a variety to feed the microbiome, which in turn helps your health. Mm -hmm. So when my children were small, we had an activity in the grocery store. We called it, um, you know, stump the grocer. And they would get a quarter every time they'd pick a fruit or vegetable to try that the clerk had to look up because they weren't familiar <laughs> with it. And then my my daughter got a quarter. So that's it fun. opened their palate up, but also it gives them a variety. And so they'll, now as adults, they'll pretty much go anywhere, eat anything. And wow. Yeah. That's so cool. it was fun. It was a fun way to get that variety. So that's my challenge to our listeners is go to the grocery store where they have a big variety of vegetables and say, what haven't I tried?
1: And then it makes your food more exciting too. Yes. Yeah. Which is important.
0: Yeah. I think that's a big deal. Well, it's been estimated that more than half of adults suffer from some sort of cataracts by the time they're 80. So anti, these anti-inflammatory foods and those high antioxidant foods are preventative effects against that eye related disease. So, we want to offset it before we hit there and Mm -hmm. and we're struggling with the way that we are able to see.
1: Yeah. So what, you know, we're talking about all these key nutrients. What else could we incorporate? What other types of foods, you know, what comes to mind? Um, I I alluded to soups earlier. Mm. I mean, that's a really easy way to, Add your protein in there, get a variety of nutrients through the vegetables. And you know, you could add sweet potato in your soup or maybe wild rice. A fish chowder.
0: Ooh, yes. Where you're putting some salmon in there or some shrimp or some crab legs or something.
1: Get some a variety. Great idea. And we have some wonderful recipes on our website. Uh, weight and and then there's a tab that you click recipes yes yeah and then when you're adding that seafood
0: or you're adding that protein to your soups you're adding the zinc that we were talking Mm -hmm. about which is key you know oysters beef lobster pork yogurt salmon eggs all wonderful sources of protein which we started the show talking about how important that protein is so Look and see how much protein you eat today, listeners. Are you getting enough? Do you have a variety of color on the plate? Mm -hmm. Half your plate should be some sort of vegetable and then fill in with that four to five ounces, six ounces even of protein to get it kind of that perfect plate. So our goal and nutritional weight and wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thanks for joining Brittany and I today. Thank you.